Section 48 of Norway, Sweden, Denmark, Iceland, Greenland, and the Search for the Poles. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Philip Watson. The World Story, Volume 8, Norway, Sweden, Denmark, Iceland, Greenland, and the Search for the Poles. Edited by Eva March Tappen. Section 48. The Slaying of the Monster Grendel, retold by Florence Holbrook, from Beowulf, an ancient epic poem of Denmark. Hrothgar, the aged king of Denmark, built a lordly hall where he and his warriors might enjoy music and feasting together after their hard-fought battles. They would have been very happy had it not been for the horrible demon Grendel, who night after night stalked up through the mist and darkness and dragged away many of the thanes to be devoured by the fiend by and by the story of the terrible slaughter came to the ears of the young hero beowulf who dwelt in sweden and he set out for denmark to fight the monster and free the aged king and his men from terror he is welcomed by hrothgar and is left in charge of the hall the editor beowulf then spoke to his men i do not think myself less in warlike strength than grendel so i will not use the sword or shield but we two shall fight to-night without weapons and the lord shall give the glory to whom glory belongs around him lay the warriors little thinking they would ever see their homes across the sea again for so many before that night had been slain by the cruel grendel at last they slept all but one the mighty beowulf in angry mood awaited the battle meeting now truly it is shown that mighty god rules the race of men over the moor came the shadow walker stalking he strode under the clouds until he saw the golden hall of men this was not the first time he had come to the hall of hrothgar on the door he rushed he opened the mansion's mouth and trod on the floor when he saw the man sleeping on the benches he laughed thinking how he would take life from the body of everyone there. The shadowy form came nearer and nearer. At last he stretched out his great hand to take Beowulf, but with all his strength the brave warrior seized the arm of the monster. Then did the heart of Grendel fill with fear. Fearful was his mind, but not for that could he escape the sooner. Then stood Beowulf upright and firmly grasped Grendel, very angry were both the wonder was that the great hall did not fall to the ground but it was fast within and without with iron bands and naught but fire could destroy it then the noise grew greater the danes who had heard it were terrified never had such horrid noise filled the air for beowulf the strength of men held grendel fast not for anything would he let the dreadful one escape that day the warriors sought to help their leader but he would not use any weapon with his hands with his bare hands he held fast the fearful foe on the shoulder of grendel was a horrid wound and beowulf tore the arm from the body well knew the monster then that his life's end had come glad was beowulf that his strength had aided the danes had cleaned the great hall and had healed the deep sorrow which had been theirs for so many years there was in the morning many a great warrior in the gift hall 
from far and near over distant ways they came to behold the wonder the arm of grindle the joy killer away to the dark water his home had he gone with his death wound all the warriors rode in gladness to the great hall there was told the bravery of beowulf no other was so great so worthy of honor as he hrothgar also they praised as a good king and famous in war all the danes and the goths were happy that the terror of the land had been destroyed care was removed from their hearts they were filled with joy and turned to games and plays some let their beautiful horses run in contest over the fair roads some who knew the famous stories of heroes told them to eager listeners laughter song and merry voices were heard once more in the hall soon one of the singers began a song in honor of this new deed the victory of beowulf then over the meadow came the great king with many knights famed for their brave deeds with them also walked the fair queen and a company of maidens when hrothgar entered the gold-crowned hall and saw the great hand and arm of grendel he said now let us give to the almighty thanks wonder after wonder can god work this one brave warrior has through the lord's might performed a deed which the danes could not happy is the mother of such a son now beowulf as a dear son will i hold you in my heart nothing shall you want which i have power to give you you have done a deed which will make your glory live through every age then replied beowulf with great good will we fought the fight i seized the enemy quickly with hard hands and hoped to lay him on his deathbed but i have his hand and arm and he will surely die for pain has him in its deadly grip hrothgar now gave the order that the hall should be adorned for the feast of joy men and women worked to make all clean and whole beautiful banners a wonder to all who beheld them decked the walls when all was ready the king himself came to the feast in honor of beowulf never had a larger or a nobler company sat in the gift hall merry at heart were they all and they had a merry feast then hrothgar gave to beowulf a golden banner in reward of victory a sword a cup and a helmet he gave four beautiful and wonderful gifts these were most precious gifts of which beowulf need not be ashamed then hrothgar the shield of warriors had eight warlike steeds brought into the hall as gifts to beowulf on one of the horses was the war-seat the king himself used when going to battle so with steeds and treasures did the king of the danes reward the brave prince to every man with the hero did the king give a precious gift then the song of praise was heard the wise god rules all therefore is understanding everywhere best wise forethought is best when the song was ended the queen took the mead cup to the king saying accept this cup my beloved lord be thou happy gold friend of men and to the goths speak with kind words as one should do be cheerful to thy guests and mindful of gifts the bright hall is made safe be happy with thy sons and friends then the gracious queen said to beowulf 
receive as a gift this collar dear prince thou hast done that which men will praise throughout all time be noble and happy be brave and gentle in deeds here in this hall is every man to each other true and to his lord faithful the thanes unite to praise thee then the queen went to her seat and all the court united in praise of beowulf who had driven grendel from the great hall after the merry feast all left the hall except a few warriors who slept rejoicing thinking all their warfare was over but grendel's mother did not close her eyes in sleep when her son came home with his death-blow great was the sorrow and anger in her heart she would punish the danes and the goths for her son's death in the middle of the night she crept to the hall where the danes were sleeping free from all fear one she seized a brave man endeared to the king then rose a great cry in the hall when grendel's mother saw her son's well-known hand and arm she seized it and bore it away to the dark lake together with the body of the warrior soon hrothgar was told of the great sorrow and he grieved at the death of his friend the brave warrior whom grendel's mother had taken away when beowulf came to the hall hrothgar cried out speak not to me of rest or joy sorrow has come again my friend best in war and peace is dead the dread monster has killed him two shadows on the moor have my men seen one grendel is the figure of a man and the other is like a woman they dwell in the secret land where the wolf howls and the winds sweep where the flood flows under the earth about a mile away is this lake over which the dark trees bend every night can fire be seen over this waste of water no one knows how deep the lake is the noisy winds raise the black waves until the air grows gloomy and the heavens shed tears you know not this dreadful place if you dare seek it and come back from the strife i will give you money and treasures of gold then the brave beowulf replied better is it for every one to avenge his friend than that he greatly mourn each of us must await the end of his life let them who can work high deeds of honour let us go quickly to seek grendel's mother i promise you she shall not escape no not in the sea nor the bosom of the earth nor into the mountain wood nor in the ocean's ground then was the heart of the old king glad to hear the brave words horses were brought out and troops of men set forth towards the home of the dreadful shadows the road was narrow and dark an unknown way soon they saw the mountain trees leaning over the rock a joyless wood the water below was dark and gloomy many strange creatures could be seen moving in the deep pool now beowulf clad himself in his war-gear the coat of rings was about his breast so that no gripe could injure his life on his head he wore a bright helmet wrought with strength so that no battle-axe could break it then a prince of hrothgar gave him a famous sword named hrunting this was one of the old treasures 
Never in battle had it failed those who dared to go in ways of terror. This was not the first time that it had done brave deeds. Then said Beowulf, Now, O king, I am ready for my journey. Bear in mind what you have said. If I, for your need, should lose my life, that you would be to me as a father. If then war takes me off, be a friend to my comrades. Send a Heigelik the treasures you have given to me, so that he may know that I found a good king in you. Now with the good sword hunting will I seek out the foe. With these words, Beowulf leaped into the sea. All that day he sank into the waves before he beheld the ground bed of the sea. Then he saw the fierce creature who for a hundred years had held the floods. Eager she seized him and bore him to her dwelling. Many a sea monster broke through his warlike coat. At last the warrior found himself in a great room where the waters did not enter. Then a fierce light did shine brightly upon him, and by its gleam he saw the sea-wolf. With a loud cry he struck her with his good broadsword, but it would not bite or injure her. This was the first time its power had failed. Beowulf remembered his former deeds of bravery and threw down his useless sword to use the strength of his hands alone. He seized the sea-creature and made her bow to the earth, but fiercely she grasped the brave warrior and overthrew him so that he was about to perish. Him she would have slain, but his good coat withstood her sword. The ruler of the skies was his friend, for he saw on the wall a great sword so heavy that other men could not use it. This sword Beowulf seized gladly. Angrily he struck the sea-wolf, and the sword passed through her neck. Down on the ground she sank. The warrior rejoiced in his work. He looked through the great dwelling and saw Grendel lying lifeless. With a strong blow Beowulf cut off the head of the monster, but the hot blood melted the sword, and nothing was left but the hilt. The blade melted away as ice melts when the father, who has power over the seasons, unbinds the bands of the frost. The men at the shore, watching, saw the water all colored with blood, and feared their great leader was dead. The king and noble Danes spoke of the brave hero with praise and sorrow. When noon came, they went back to the great hall sadly, thinking Beowulf the daring had been killed by the fearful monster. But the Goths stayed by the shore, though little hoping to see their dear lord again. But soon the water cleared, and they saw their brave leader swimming toward them with the head of Grendel and the hilt of the great sword. Then they went toward him, thanking God. The stout band of thanes rejoiced that their lord had returned. Forth they went on the well-known road rejoicing. Four of the strong men bore the heavy head of Grendel. Beowulf proudly led his fourteen brave men. The prince of the thanes entered the great hall with glory crowned to greet Hrothgar. The warriors bore the great head of Grendel into the hall before the king and his men. Behold, O king, said Beowulf, the head of the sea-monster. I hardly with life came from the battle under the water. Had not God helped me, I had not conquered. The good sword Hrunting could not harm my foe, but the ruler of men guided me to see on the wall an old strong sword, and with it I slew her. 
Then I cut off the head of the monster Grendel, and his hot blood was the good sword melted, and I brought only the hilt away. I now promise thee that inherit all may sleep safe from harm, for I have slain thy foes, Grendel and his mother, and I have given peace to thy land and people. Then did Beowulf give the sword hilt to Hrothgar. The king said, Thy glory is exalted, friend Beowulf, over every nation. Long shall thou be a comfort to thy people and a help to the warriors. Now is the flower of thy might. Long may it be before thy strength depart in fire's clutch or rage of flood or arrow's flight or age or blindness take thee. Go now to thy seat at the feast as a guest of honor. Then Beowulf went to the seat of honor in great joy, and all were merry. The helm of night grew dark, and the warriors left their seats. They greeted Beowulf and wished him well to rest. In the gold-roofed hall well slept the prince until the black raven saw the coming of the bright sun. At the first light the Goths hastened to the good ship, eager to be gone to their homes. When all were ready, Beowulf said, O king, we seafarers wish to seek our homes. Here have we been kindly treated. If there is more than I can do, O lord of men, I shall always be ready. If when far away I hear that foes surround thee, I shall come to help thee with many warriors. Well I know that my king, Hygelic, will send me to thy aid. Then Hrothgar spoke, into thy mind has the wise lord sent these kind words never have i heard wiser words from one so young thou art strong and wise and i think that if death should take hygelic the people would wish thee for their king so well hast thou borne thyself and there shall be peace between the danes and goths and many a gift shall i send to thee over the great sea then hrothgar gave to beowulf rich gifts and bade him seek his home in safety. The good king wept when he said good-bye, for he loved the noble youth, and was sad to have him go away over the deep sea. End of section 48 This recording is in the public domain.